Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 205, the LaJuan Ramsey episode drafted uh, in 2006, the Eagles defensive tackle, um, LaJuan Ramsey, also known as the Lazarius Livingston episode drafted in 2011, Seahawks, also a deep tackle, and the uh, Evan Cesarzik episode. Offensive tackle of the Ravens in 2020. I'm Trey, joined as always by Tucker, Dylan, and Cam. How are we doing, gentlemen? I'm doing great. Living the dream. The final episode of the season here. Um, final episode to get takes in. Uh, we got the Wasties coming up for our next recording. We got to do some logistical work on that. I don't know if you guys saw my text message today, but um, Wasties coming up next week. So the third season of Wasted Takes. Let's end it with a bang. Um, all right, winners and losers. Uh, Cam absolutely running off, running up the score on us in uh, the Waste Takes polls. Wins another point for his take that Bill Belichick will be the head coach of the Chargers and lead the team to victory in the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium. Um, I'm going to say that's a pretty, pretty, that's a softer take from you, Cam. But you know, we uh, started going through some of the. Um, the takes from the past year, searching for take of the year, wasted his take, worst take, things like that. Gotta say, Cam threw out some banger takes this year. There are there are three or four takes in there that could be in wasted take of the year consideration. There's one that obviously stands out. Let's not talk about it because we're going to tease it for next week. Uh, people know about it if you're a longtime listener to the show. But j- j- just a, a, I want to give you a congratulations on a heck of a year in the take department, Cam. Thanks. Thanks. No, I, I think I earned it as well. I'm not going to shy away from that. Um, I don't think, you know, I, I called out collusion a little bit when it got close. I still think, you know, uh, if we did some auditing, the budget didn't come, but whatever. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm here and uh, I, I had to show out this season. I think I was the only one that ever won it or, or Trey won it two years in a row. I don't know. Well, Dylan's still, Dylan's uh, still titleless. Yeah, I'll give a I'll give a speech on it, but um, I'm I'm still what you still have yet to win a taker the year title. You're now going to be the only one that has not. won. Yeah, but I but I had the first take best take of the year. So. You did, you did. Yeah, that's not yeah. as good. Don't don't forget. I think you've hey, won I, every other every other what, award. What's our uh, what's our running standings for three years? though? So, let's do that math in terms of. Like how many points everyone's won for three years? Yeah, I mean, if you I, if you go back and listen to each wasties, I bet I I say the records on it, so we'd be able to find out pretty easily. Well, we should. Be, well, we should. Lifetime records. Those, we could do that. What those numbers are? We could do that. Just to give an update, no reward. No reward. I mean, last year I put up some big time numbers. I don't know if I yeah. Well, last year, 18, last year, Greg. I don't. No, I don't I'm just saying, in the grand retrospect of the show, I don't know. I don't know if 18 is the record or not for Cam. 18 out come, of the 50 or so ways to take sections, uh, he won. That's pretty pretty decent. I think I've come in second twice. That's all right. You know, you and I, you and I had a close year once. I'm the just I'm just a supporting character. <laughs> um, tell you what's not good is the ways takes parlay. Ways takes parlay. Very bad. Now, I am the coldest man alive. Now one in fourteen. Tucker is uh, Tucker's. We said this at the top I, of the episode when I you weren't here. Started three. I I I, I want to do it out, but I think I might have started three and up. Um, 
you did. You were you were you were the sharp for a second. Dylan was the sharp for a while. I think Dylan I, was like I, five first and zero. Four, four in a row. Like I think that. you were five and zero, Dill. Um, record overall one and fourteen. Tucker at four and eleven. Um, not Bringing great. us down. Myself eight six and one. I pushed this week. Cam at eight five and two. So he is the uh, the sharp right now. Just another thing for Cam to win. Um, he is. He is the best batter technically, just just ahead of me by a push. And Dylan at seven and eight. Um, I think Dylan's leg, no, Dylan's leg did not hit. Um, so yeah, tough. And we had to change Tucker's bet because uh, CJ Stroud was hurt. We didn't know he originally bet the Texans. I think that would have won. Well, if the Texans would have won. Yeah, <laughs> they would have won. Yeah. He swapped to the Giants. He swapped to the Giants. So I fell. I fell for his. I. He's a te- the Italian. I had. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, other winners and losers. I don't know if I have any. Um, Eagles, possibly frauds. I don't know if that was ever talked about. Jalen Hurts slander is real. Uh, Jalen Hurts slander looks real right now. Uh, Bills takes looking great. Yeah, Bills are, Bills are looking hot. Bills are on fire. Refs helping them out. Um, I don't know. I don't know about a whole lot of others, but we'll have plenty of winners and losers for you next week at the Wasties. So, uh, race of takes. Does anybody have a take? I do. So throughout the season, while I've made some great takes, I've definitely wrapped myself into a brain, uh, a brain pretzel, as I do every year. It's only fitting that I end the year with uh, one final hoorah to throw in the throw in my hat. <clears throat> um, right now, I think I got the Saints Broncos as kind of my go-to um, Super Bowl matchup. I said the Bills are going to make the Super Bowl, um, but I never gave that as a take. The Broncos Saints was uh, kind of take take. I'm, I'm take time right now. I'm just going to make it way worse because there's a team right now that's playing unbelievable football and they're led by a a former Super Bowl champion. Now, if you know right now how many starting quarterbacks in the league have won a Super Bowl off the top of your head, anybody know? It's got to be like four. Starting quarterbacks right now in the league. Uh, it's Mahomes, Joe Flacco, Matt Stafford. Joe Flacco, Matt Stafford. Um, that might be it. That's it. Yeah, three. Right. So this is pretty. This is pretty straightforward. Of those teams, everybody's the Rams are playing great football. The Browns are playing great football. They're both teams that are kind of sneaking up. Nobody's really seeing them coming. Um, I, I'm going to go ahead and, and say that Joe Flacco brings it back. He brings Cleveland this year their first ever Super Bowl. He's done it before. He's going to go in probably with a wild card team. Um, but they very well can win that division. The Ravens have a tough out. The Browns have an easy out. Joe Flacco is playing arguably the best football of anybody in the league right now. The past three games, he just broke a record with the first 
where most yards by um, a quarterback with their first team is like fourth all time behind Matt Stafford. Ken Green being one as well. Joe Flacco with Ben Newport. He's out there having fun. He finally fits in the system. They have one of the best defenses in the league. The uh, Banskis, you know, people are calling for his job early. He's done a great job of that. <laughs> he won a playoff game with, with Baker a couple of years ago. I think that this team is legitimate. I think they're capable, and they have a star, a Super Bowl MVP star at the helm. This AFC track, with the Chiefs not being good, are young, very experienced, and they don't know how to win football games. Like Joe Flacco, who played in the tough, muddy days of Brady, he beat Brady, he beat, beat and Peyton. How hard is it to beat Lamar and Joe and Travel uh, Holmes? Joe Flacco wins the Super Bowl. With Cleveland, I got it at plus four thousand seven hundred and fifty today. <laughs> Browns, bring it home, bring it home. All right, yeah. So Cam in an absolute pretzel. Um, all right, so I I can't agree with this because I've I am I am hard stuck on Browns uh, curse take. I think the Browns are cursed. They sold their soul for a sex pest. They should have just went with Joe Flacco from day one, and then I then I probably could have got on board here. Uh, the thing about Flacco is. He sucks. He's not good. Um, yes, he's playing well right now. But think back to his post-Super uh, Bowl winning days, and he just became very, very bad at quarterback. We remember the Jets uh, era where I think Dylan had a take about him, revenge game, and then he pooped himself. Um, no, he's not good anymore. They're going to make the playoffs. He's good. He's, he's giving him a little juice right now, giving him a little confidence having a Super Bowl guy back there, but it's the Browns, so two good things can't happen in a row. Uh, they will make the playoffs and be bounced early. Uh, Tuck? Or Dylan? Tuck's. There we go. Sorry, I was chewing. Um, Cam, I love the heart of this take. Uh, do I believe it? Absolutely not. This team is falling apart all over the place. They lost their running back. Their defense is falling, coming to shambles. I don't believe, I like, I'd love to believe in them, but they did just barely luck into a win against the Chicago Bears. So, like, do I believe in them long term? Probably not. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I cannot at all believe in this take. Camera for the Browns, a good conscience. Uh, Dale, you, you've been a Flacco, uh, Flacco believer in the past. I am a fan of Joe. Flacco, that is. Joe Cool. Um, yeah. I don't I don't agree with the take. But uh, I do like Joe's. Sorry, Cam. All right. Uh, That's a personal hug. You won't spread any of my wealth to you. No wins. <laughs> I hope your bet wins, Cam. I'll say that. I got no dog in the fight. I don't care who wins the goddamn bowl. Um, outside of the Bills, I do not want them to win because they're funny. Um, all right, who's would got... you hear the Dolphins winning the bowl? No, they already have Super Bowls, so do whatever. I'd rather they not, but I don't really care that much. I'd root for them over nobody that's in contention. If it was them versus the Buccaneers, I'd probably root for the Dolphins. Um. Anybody else got a take? I have a take. Um, 
So I want to talk about the MVP conversation right now. People saying Purdy's the front runner, and Purdy, I think, gets a lot of flack because he's on a really good team. He's played well, right? Do I think he's the most valuable player in the league? Absolutely not. Now, we, we know this is a quarterback award, so he's probably going to end up winning it, right? And that's awesome for him. Mr. Irrelevant, you know, good for him. I think he, he has played well enough to deserve it as a quarterback award. However, I don't think he's the most valuable player in the league. I don't think he's the most valuable player on his team. We all saw what happened when uh, his skill guys went down earlier this season. They looked like crap. Um, lost a few games. So I don't think he's the most valuable player on his team. If you're going to say the most valuable, probably McCaffrey. Shout out Dylan taking him first overall in fantasy and getting clowned for it and just absolutely dog walking me in the playoffs this week uh, to the tune of his 40-something points. Um, 43. I think there's another MVP, and I think the the way that a, a certain team has played over the past couple weeks uh, with him not being – hundred percent is ev- evidence of his uh, his value. I think his value goes back earlier than this season to show how this team has elevated since he joined them. It's Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is the MVP of the league. This is a very Tuckerian Tuck Tuckerian take where it's just kind of a statement. It's not a prediction. It's nothing like that. Tyreek Hill is the MVP of the league. He is the most important player to have on the field for a team. Um, you know, he gets banged up against the Titans. They struggle. They lose. Um, he comes into that organization. Tua's kind of a middling guy. Nobody knows what he really is. They give him Tyreek. He turns into this great quarterback, and Tyreek Hill puts up crazy numbers. I don't know if he's hit it. He's nearing 2,000 yards on the season. I don't know where he's at. I think he's a terrible human being. I don't like him one bit. But he's the most important player to a franchise. He turned that Dolphins team from a struggling team on offense to a juggernaut. Uh, are they front runners? Yes. Are they frauds? Yes. But with Tyreek on the hit on Tyreek Hill on the field, you can score on every play, and he makes Tua so much better. He makes Jalen Waddle better. Better. He, he makes everybody better on that. They're able to run the ball better. He's just you can't account for him. He is the MVP of the league, in my opinion. That's my take. Um, so I I disagree because Tua had one of his best games of the year. This week, and Tyreek Hill was sitting out. He just beat Moss, the Jets defense, all week. Um, he was supposed to be a top-notch defense, 30 to 0. There was no Tyreek Hill on the field or anywhere near the field with pads on. Beat a real team but, yeah, with Tyreek Hill out. Beat a real yeah, team with Tyreek Hill. The Jets defense kind of have given up. That's kind of where I lie on this. Um, but in terms of, like, I think that Tyreek Hill is the most valuable player in the league over Brock Purdy. I'm not sure if he's number one in the league. Honestly, if you ask me who's the most valuable player in the league this year, it's probably Pat Mahomes. Still. Because, I mean, what is that team without Patrick Mahomes there? They're probably, like, sub-500 right now. Without Tyreek, I think they're still a decent team. But without Patrick Mahomes, they're nothing. So that's kind of where I land on this. I think the Dolphins probably have a losing record without Tyreek. I don't. I think they have so many weapons. And Mike McDaniel, I think that you're also overlooking Mike McDaniel. 
Well, Mike McDaniel is able to do the things he does because he has Tyreek Hill. Yeah, but he also is able to do the things he does because he has Raheem Mostert, Devon Achan. Like, Tyreek Hill and Mike McDaniels came at the same time, and you put all of the credit onto Tyreek Hill. I think, I think McDaniel like, has used him effectively and has figured out how to use him, but I think if he didn't have him, his offense would look much different. I, I don't disagree, but I don't think they're struggling without him. Um, I think it's still Pat Mahomes, and I have a huge problem with the Brock Purdy for MVP because watch like the average Brock Purdy throw. It's like a three-yard screen pass to either McCaffrey or Debo Samuels, who then runs it for 40 yards. It's like, hey, 45-yard passing touchdown by Brock Purdy. He's the guy, huh? Like People are such stat watchers for this award, like, Anyone that's going based off of the eye test isn't saying that Brock Purdy is more valuable to his team than any other player in the NFL. That's crazy. Jimmy Garoppolo had equal stats to Brock Purdy. Winner. Winner. If you had, what's his name, number three pick. Less yards. Trey Lance would probably have similar stats. No way. I'm just like... It's a good system, and he's performing extremely well in the system, but it's the system that's doing it. Like, you can't say that he threw a 50-yard passing touchdown because he threw a two-yard screen to Debo, and Debo then broke five tackles on his way to a touchdown. Tucker? That's just not impressive. You sound like a Brady hater from the 2000s. And and I think Brock Purdy scares you. I think Brock Purdy scares you because he's a late-round pick that's coming to the league and is finding a lot of success early out of nowhere. Well, Brady aired the ball out. like Brock uh, Did he? Just, and in his early days? And like the, uh, I mean, in the ball no one was calling Tom Brady the MVP in 2001 to 2005. I'm just, I'm just you're, you're right. I, I agree with you. He doesn't, he shouldn't be MVP. But I don't think he's... Greatest season of all time. But I think that he is playing well for what he has. Like he's he, playing, I said that. I said he's doing well with like. So I don't think he should be faulted for that. It's not. He's not making these game-altering giant plays. It's not like when Lamar Jackson breaks three tackles and runs forty yards on a play that should have lost ten. He's throwing a. Four yard out route to Christian McCaffrey and Brandon Ayuk, who can then make plays. It just sounds like a Brady, you know, a Brady detractor in the early two thousands. But I don't think that like Brady didn't have like this. I don't know. I didn't think of Brady that maybe because I'm a Patriots fan, but I don't remember that being like an issue where people were like, "Well, it's just because he had like Brady was throwing sixty yard bombs." Randy Moss. In oh yeah, in oh seven. This yeah. is pretty That's second year. Eight years into his career. Yeah, this is pretty Sorry, second talking, year. But no one was calling Brady the MVP in oh one through oh five. They might have been. I don't he remember. Good numbers. He also it was always it's the system, it's the system, it's the system. But we're getting off topic. Uh Dylan, what do you think, Tyreek MVP? Is the vacuum bad? No, I don't hear anything. I don't even hear it. You're good. Um, so 
Tyreek Hill MVP. I see. I agree, Trey, that you're on the right path with the MVP thing. It, like, it does bother me that it's. When was the last time it wasn't a uh, quarterback? I have to be talking about this every year. I can't remember. It was Adrian Peterson. Yeah, yeah, it was a running back. Seven or eight. Yeah. So, I mean, it happens once every 15, 20 years, it seems, I would no, say. No, sorry, 2012, maybe. I'd still say 10, 15 years. I'd, I'd say 15 years. Um, and I think people get hung up on the stats in the quarterback. Well, of course, the quarterback is probably the most important player on the field. But um, most valuable player, you know, like you're, you're thinking about it in terms of value, value added to the team. Um and I think you're right in thinking of Tyree Hill as a good candidate for that. Um, I still think most valuable player um, should be on a team that has performed the best or one of the best. That, the Dolphins are what? The two seed in the AFC right now? Right. So I think that bodes well for the take two. Um but I, I would put – your whole thing was about, like, inside the team, he is the most valuable player on that team. I think he, he is, is the most valuable is, player to his to his team in the NFL. Than, any, than anybody else, yeah. No, so I get that, but that's not the most – you also have to think about it as most valuable player if you put that player on any other team. I do. it. I think that he cha- instantly changes any other team. Think so too. Um, so I like where the take is headed. Uh, I, I don't know if I agree because I feel like I'd rather put um, McCaffrey up there than I would put him a step above Tyreek if we were saying not quarterback MVP. Um, but I, I, I'll agree simply because I like where your head's at. Because I always think the same thing. Every All right, I'll take that. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the Brock Purdy conversation he's had? <clears throat> uh, just, I think him, he's doing obviously very well with in, in the system and the team around him. I still think he steps up and makes big, like, big enough plays when needed. They still win games, you know. Um, you can't fault a guy... Uh, for like just because his teammates get open, you know, so he's doing everything that he needs to do. Um, so what I said about Brady, he doesn't miss him. He so miss open guys. And you know, it, it's one to break it out even further to have success like he's had, given that he was picked last and he's early in his career. I just think it bodes well for him moving forward in his career like I, I think he's gonna he's here to stay like he's gonna be a good quarterback um i think if you put him on a different team with some different weapons he may not be as perceived as as good um because maybe they don't score as easily but i mean he's legit and everybody should i think he's um kind of quenched any of the the haters of whether or not he's good or not at this point. 80% of Brady was the final assessment we made. Yeah. Well, we did the math I, out. Yeah. And his, I did math out as well, and I all, came to a very different number. All you have to do is add, like, one 
hat to one A and you get Brady. So that's about 80%. Oh, wait. Uh, we're not, yeah, we're not talking stats. <laughs> um, all right. Any, either of the other two have a take? Yeah, I have a take. Um, so I want to talk about maybe the team having the worst season, in my opinion, in the NFL offensively based off of what they have. And I think that is the Atlanta Falcons. This team has so much talent on offense and does absolutely nothing with it. So my take is the Falcons will clean house next year, new coach, new GM, maybe not, no, just new coach next year, new QB, they will be taking Michael Penix in the draft and will be and will win the NFC South with Michael Penix at the helm of the Atlanta Falcons. Um all right. I so it's interesting because I think you're uh you're right that Arthur Smith, I don't know how he still has a job. Um, he was talking this week and he was saying how, you know, we're going to try to get this figured out. It's like, okay, here's how you get it figured out, dude. Throw it to your playmakers and hand it off to your good running backs instead of, you know, pretending they're not there and using other guys. But, um, I don't know if he gets fired. I feel like he's going to make a pretty good case to say we're just missing the quarterback. He's Um, so fired. He's, I don't know if he is so goddamn hot right now, Trey. Okay, I mean, maybe, maybe you're more locked into the Falcons well than I am, but I just get a sense that he's going to be able to make, he's going to be able to make a case that, um, he's going to be able to make a case that it was the quarterback, not him. I think Bill's going to do a similar thing when he goes into uh, his his talks with Kraft. Um, so either way, if they fire him, I don't think Michael Penix is the guy they're going for. Um. I think they're trading for Justin Fields. I think that's where Justin Fields is going. I think he's a perfect fit there, um, especially with the way he's been playing lately. I mean, maybe it could be Penix. I just, I, I think personally, it's Justin Fields. I've, I've had that kind of in my brain for a little bit now. That I think, because, because I want personally, I want the Patriots to trade for Justin Fields, and I'm worried that the Falcons are going to offer more than what we can. Um, as disgusting as that is. So, I'm going to disagree. I think it's Justin Fields. Cam? Yeah, so I... Let me just backtrack. We've all had some takes about the Falcons. I believe somebody said Lamar was going to go there last year. I've said Shadur and Dion are going to go there. Tucker now says Penix. Trey says Fields. Um, we got a lot of takes on the Falcons. Interesting. Now, I will say something about Arthur Smith. He's very, uh, he comes from a very powerful family. I don't know how much you guys know about our FedEx. He, he got his career. That's why he still has a job. Well, he got his career because he started with the Washington Redskins. What's their field called? FedEx Field. FedEx Field, yeah. Um, his dad knows the guy. His dad owns the guy. His dad is the guy. Arthur Smith is a, has a giant problem in the NFL because he has money. The way things go, um, don't know about the hot seat and how they're going to handle it. Maybe they give him a different position, leadership or something. 
not quite like the NBA where they can do that. So I don't know. I also don't agree with the Panics. If they get a guy, they're gonna they're gonna trade up for him. Panics, I think he's probably a second round guy, maybe late first. If I go by what my take was, that there's gonna be six QBs drafted in the first round. I think it's probably closer to four now that I, I think about it. But uh, I, I disagree with this. I do agree with the fact that they are a piece away. They're the definition of a complete football team with the weapons, maybe one more receiver in the mix. But Drake London's a stud. Kyle Pitts could be. He's open a lot, never gets the ball. Outside of head coach and, and quarterback, I think this is one of the most complete football teams in the NFL. And I do agree, Tucker, that if they get the right pieces, they will win the NFC South. I do agree with that as well. But I think Arthur Smith has to either, to Tucker's point, be gone, or he needs to seriously reconsider his offense. I think even if you throw in a good quarterback and he still runs the current offense he's running, they're not going to be a very good team offensively. Um, Dale? Muted. Once per episode now. I think you've passed Tucker's total. Crazy vacuum. Vacuum. Can you get it together? Just mute it. This is a vacuum. It's crazy. Don't give me that face. I think I think I think Tucker need I think Tucker's out from the hot seat now. I think Dylan's the muter now. What? Oh my god. It's once an episode, dude. I mean I did. It happened it happened to Tucker last episode too. It happened to me once in a blue moon. It happened to you. Well, I don't know why that. <laughs> or or the big it's either the mute the last or time the there was big. a blue moon Tuck. Tell me. Uh uh pass. <laughs> The amount of times you pass. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a tough one, too. <laughs> yeah, I do pass. He was like, uh, yeah, pass. The Falcons, though. Knows the you know, strength. The, the Falcons, though. Um, so, at the beginning of the year, I had, I, I had the Falcons be so much better this year. And they have been just an utter disappointment. Um, it's Falcon football, baby. I... I'll spin it on you this talking, everybody. Uh, if uh, Purdy was on the Falcons, would they have a winning record? Yes. I would think a thousand percent. So I agree with you, Tuck. It comes down to quarterback. Um, if they get whatever, Penix, whatever is that what you said? Yeah. Um, then I think that's one of the best moves they could do. They need a quarterback. Um. Uh, who do they have? Who who's playing Ritter? Yeah, for a while. Heineke now. I mean, I like the thing is, is those guys are were serviceable. Or Ritter seemed serviceable earlier in the year. Um, and Heineke has shown to be, you know, a decent backup. Not not the worst guy to throw in a game if you need him. Um. So, I, yeah, I think it does come down to coaching, too. And I think the team just doesn't really have the heart in them uh, currently. So, it needs to switch up. Maybe they should just get out of Atlanta, go somewhere else. I would say that's a good move. Uh, Dill, do you have a take for us? Um, I do. Uh, Patriots signed yesterday, Monday, Nathan... Roark, 
Rourke? O'Rourke? Rourke? I don't know. O'Rourke? Another stiff. Um, 25 years of age, 25 years young. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars practice squad was on the main squad at the beginning of the year, I believe. Um, I think this officially puts, uh, what, Mac Jones as fourth string? <laughs> um, or whatever. I don't even know. Um, uh, I think by the end of the season, uh, the Patriots will have started five different quarterbacks. Zappy, Jones, Greer, this Rourke kid, and uh, Malik Cunningham is going to start the last game of the season. Yeah, are you aware that Malik so, Cunningham has been signed away from the Patriots? No. Yeah, the Ravens picked him up. I know that. So you might want to adjust the number there. So yesterday? So, so uh... So four, this makes it more reasonable. So that they'll start uh, Greer at some point, and then they'll start this Nathan guy in the last game. Okay. There's, um, what, three, four games left? There are three games left. Four. Three? Yeah, so four. I think, so... Four. Here's the scenario. Three. We're, who are we playing this week? Um, that's a good question. Somebody, somebody... The Broncos, Broncos. All right, so some big burly linebacker on the Broncos is just going to break Bailey Zappi over the knee. He's going to get hurt. Then we're going to have to put in Greer. He'll start next game. He's going he's gonna to crumble. He's going to fold like paper mache. And then this Rourke guy is going to come in. Or maybe the week after this happens. Something like Zappi will get hurt, and these two guys are going to start a game each. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm glad you, you added that part to it because I think if you're just saying that they're just going to rotate guys to the end of the year, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Zappi's the guy, assuming he stays healthy for the rest of the year. They want to see um, what they got in him in terms of a backup or maybe even a starter next year if they draft a project quarterback. Um, so they, I think they want to evaluate how he plays. He's only lost two games as a starter, I think, two or th- two or three, two games as a starter. So you know, maybe maybe something worth paying attention to. Um, however, I do think the Rourke signing is simply to fill that Malik Cunningham spot. Um, so I think that right now, actually, Mac is still your second string, and then it's Greer, and then it's this Rourke guy on the practice squad. So for this to happen. Zappy would have to get hurt. Um, and then, you know, I think anything's up for grabs after that. Why not try him out? Um, but I, I'm of the opinion that Zappy is playing well. I don't think he's, well, in relative terms, playing well. Um, and there's no reason to switch him out unless he gets hurt. So if he gets hurt, I agree. If he doesn't, then I think he is your guy for the remainder of the season. Uh, Tuck? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to buy this take. I think Zappi's hopefully the guy for the rest of the season. I think he's been serviceable. And that's all you can ask out of a backup like him right now. And you know what? He stepped up to the task. I hope he has a long career as the Patriots backup QB for the next 10, 15 years. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like Bailey Zappi. He's been a good player for us, you know. 
He's fun. He's happy. He's in the locker room jumping around. I think the team likes him. I think he should stick around for the long haul. Should I get an apology for chanting his name last year? No. No, you're still a scumbag for that. No. Okay. Like, okay. Turns like, out I was right. He's the better quarterback. But whatever. I like. I liked it. <laughs> no, yeah, you recant. You recant. Posted any shot of there ever being a Mac Jones future with the Patriots. Cam, what do you think? Yeah, sure, fine. I don't care. Um, Nathan O'Rourke, the guy. He had a sick play one time. I think it was preseason. He was the guy that, like, heard the name. He was, like, got in the preseason. He, like, was in the grass, tackled. He, like, spun around and threw the end zone to score a touchdown and win the game. It was nuts. Bill O'Brien. Not a clue that he was even in the state. Uh, oh, that guy in the hallway thought he was a janitor. It's just such a well-run yeah. organization. <laughs> You're well, offensive corner. Who's that guy? I think, I, I think Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick don't even. I don't think they've spoken. I don't think and, they have either. For four to five weeks, I think Bill just does his defense and GM, and maybe not even that anymore. Maybe it's just so disconnected over there that he shows up and and puts on his ugly face and that's it. Uh, side note, though, sorry. Uh, Nature Wars Canadian. So I don't oh, know God. That, Get him yeah, out. I don't know if that changes anything for you. I love it. <laughs> Hockey um, guy. Um, I, I you know he's got some molten stashed away in the, in the I'll tell you locker what, room. If he gets some playing time, I'm all over this game. So I'll, I'll agree with you, Dale. Um, I don't know if we're getting into the Mac Zappy thing. But, uh, Mac, Mac, as far as I know, Mac doesn't even exist. He's I mean, honestly, if if Zappy goes down, there's no reason to play Mac at all. Like, see what else you got. Yeah. This guy looks ugly very <laughs> much. So. That's good. That's how I need him. All right. No, the, good, the handsome ones are better. Although Brock Purdy is getting ripped apart right now because some girl went viral on TikTok and looks exactly like him. It's weird. I got a buddy that looks like Brock Purdy, too. <laughs> All right. That's wasted takes. Let's talk some, some games. Uh, both our teams lost. We'll start... I, I We'll just start Patriots because there's three of us and one at camp. Um... I don't have much on the game itself. The Patriots are clearly not interested in uh, trying to win anymore. Uh, I don't. I understand why they don't really care. There's no point. We're out of it. We're playing for a draft pick. Blah blah blah. I don't think we're blowing games. I think we're just not trying to win them. I think the reason we're doing this is because Bill is trying to make a case for himself. Right? He's trying to keep games close. He's not going for it on fourth downs late in games because he wants to keep games close so it looks like yeah, well we lost to the Chiefs, but we only lost to them by two scores. Or, yeah, we lost to Team A, we only lost to them by one score. You know, we lost to the Chargers, we only lost to the Chargers by six points. Like, I think it's for him to show that his defense is still, his defensive talent is still good and he's in these games. I think it's fraudulent, fugazi, fugazi. It's a woozy, it's a wazy. Um, I just think they, they've, they're they so checked out. They should have went for it a couple of fourth downs. We had a game for a minute, it was fun for a minute. Travis Kelsey flopping around on the ground like a fish was hysterical to me. Um, and 
I had some other takeaways outside of the game. That's just kind of my game analysis. I thought Bailey was good in the first half. I thought he sucked in the second half. Same thing against the Steelers. Not the guy, clearly. Like Tucker said, could be a good backup. I'd keep him around as a backup. A um, couple things I took away off the field. The amount of Chiefs fans that are just children. Like every time they panned to Chiefs in the crowd, it was 14 and under wearing Chiefs gear. And if that's the, and I understand it because they are the best team in the league. They've been the best team in the league for four, four or five years, right? Like, so that new generation of NFL fans is coming up. They're rooting for the Chiefs. If that's how it was for pa- the Patriots. Now, obviously we all root for the Patriots because we're from New England. It's our team. It helped that they were great. But, um, you know, we, we root for them because we're from New England, right? If that's how it was in other cities, if kids, like, I know Cam, I know, no, no, I don't know Cam. Um, I was thinking Tanner and the Red Sox. Um, I know, like, if there's other cities where, like, tweens were showing up in Brady jerseys, I get why you hated us. Oh, I understand it. Because I can't, I can't stand seeing all these children, probably from New England, that have watched the Patriots suck for the last four years and have jumped ship and gone to the Chiefs. It's sickening to me. That's one takeaway. Um, my second takeaway is the big t- Twitter story that went viral of the girl who is from New England, who went to the Patriots game, decked out in Taylor Swift gear and got yelled at and booed and yada yada. What I didn't realize when I first saw the post was she was wearing entirely Chiefs gear on top of the Taylor Swift stuff. So A, I wouldn't call Taylor Swift a controversial figure, but she kind of is because a lot of people don't like her, myself included. Um... A, you're wearing that to a, you know, a Patriots game where we're playing her boyfriend. Obviously, you're going to get some heckles for that. B, you're wearing Chiefs gear. And I'm sorry, you, nobody deserves to be attacked at these games. Nobody deserves to, you know, be like harassed in any, any violent way. You would deserve to get yelled at if you're wearing the opposing gear in a stadium. Absolutely. You are taking your dignity in your hands you're walking in there. I mean, walking in with that bag when we went, I didn't know how it was going to go. I didn't know if people were going to be with me or against me. I was ready to take the take the the attacks if I had to. Like I was ready. There was a guy wearing a half Bucks, half Patriots jersey. I gave him the absolute business. Every time he walked by, I told him his jersey sucked. I said some mean things that were not very nice to him. He didn't do anything. I don't know if he heard me. I yelled pretty loud. Um you can't get upset about this stuff. Clearly, it is for her to get clout online and get noticed by Taylor. But I'm sorry if you're wearing stuff to a game, you're, you should you should be yelled at. If it ha- if it doesn't happen to me, I'm kind of disappointed. I mean, I haven't been to a lot of away games, but you know, when Tucker and I went to a San Francisco game, San Francisco, and then the Rams, and we were all wearing all Patriots gear, nobody said a word to us the whole time. I was like, what the hell. I get it. We're not the opposing team, but like, give me something. Um, so I, I hate this girl. She says she's a Patriots fan. Get out of, get away from my team. Never go back in Gillette. If it was that miserable for you, never go back, please. Um, that's my takeaways from the game. Not a lot of game analysis, but that's what uh, I, I want to throw up some, I want to bank off this. What do you think Swifties would do if I showed up to a concert in a Kanye West sweatshirt? You would, might be physically harmed. But, I can enjoy Taylor Swift concert just because I like Kanye. Like, no, yeah, you can't. Because <laughs> we're up against the enemy. 
it's the enemy. And so, yeah, if you're going on the one team's turf, wearing the other team's colors, expect a good heckle. I don't, like, obviously never, like, assault someone or do something wrong like that, but getting heckled at an away game is part of the sport. I mean, I went to a game in the Bronx this summer, and it was one of my favorite parts of the day was just getting yelled at at Yankees fans and just say, like, they'd be like, you fucking suck. I'd be like, you suck too. Yeah, lean into it. Play the victim. We're a terrible foot. I mean, play the villain. We're a terrible football team. Sit there and tell us we're so bad. Like, that's what I'm doing if I'm her. Um, do you have any actual game takeaways, Tuck? No, it wasn't a wasn't a completely thrilling game. I did not get to see most of this game, but, uh, you know, it was another master class by Belichick. Mm-hmm. You know, kept it close enough, kept it competitive, but didn't, you know, it was never in doubt or loss. Um, honestly, these... His losses should go into Belichick's win record because it's what he's trying to do at the time. So I think it should count towards his win record. I do just want to say, his rooting I just want to say now that the Panthers won, if we would have lost to the Steelers, we'd have the first overall pick. Yeah. Masterful, masterful tank. Yeah, masterful tank. I mean, we got the number two pick. We could have had the number one. That's not bad. Uh, oh, he's not good enough at tanking. Gotcha. If, you, if you're claiming that this is the entire point of the season is to get the highest draft pick possible, then yes, he's not doing well enough. Um, and I don't think that's I the point. I think that. the point is to win games, and he's tried to win games, and he hasn't been very good at it. Um, Dale, do you have any game takeaways or any other um, Swift in, involvement? Yeah, so I got a few things. Um, the game... I watched the second half, the worst half for the Patriots. Um, we were doing fine. Actually, I did catch the ending of the, of the second quarter. Um, it seemed like we were in the game. Guys were getting the hype. We were playing good defense. Travis Kelsey, you can't catch the ball. Um, that was fun to watch. Awesome. So great. Um, and then I forget who it was on the pass, but when... Kelsey had he had two drops uh, like third and fourth down or, or something like on the goal line or second and third down. Um, th- after the second one, he was just laying in the end zone, and the de- defender like walked past him and then like looked back at him and said something. I, I really wanted to know what he said to him, um, <laughs> but because uh, you you know he just gets ears earfuls of of Taylor Swift. Um, Malarkey, every single down. Uh, but going into the second half, I was like, okay, like we can, like maybe we're trying to play with the Chiefs. Show them, show them that you know we can still hang. Um, and I forget exactly what happened. The Chiefs went down. Chiefs went. Chiefs go three and out. Did they kick a field goal? Uh, they we threw a pick. They threw a pick. Um, no, no, no. They're, they're first. Did we have the ball first? Uh, we did have the ball first, yes. Okay, so we had the, so we had the ball. We threw a pick. We threw like, a pick on the yeah, first Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So we <laughs> on the first play of the second half, it's like, okay, we're in it. Second half, let's go. Try to try to make something happen. The, the first play. And it wasn't even was close. Awful, like, like a terrible interception. I, like, I, 
I'm not saying that I could be anything like an NFL quarterback. I couldn't even play peewee football. I can barely throw a football. But I'm watching the play develop, and I'm like, don't throw that, don't throw that, don't throw that. He threw it, and they got it. <laughs> like, it was so apparent that that was going to be intercepted. Yeah. Um, just watching from the couch. Um, but uh, I was like, all right, so the game's over. That's it. We're, it's done for. Just on that one play. I watched the rest of it, knew it wasn't going to end well. Um, as for the, the, the Taylor Swift, I didn't hear about this whole uh, girl in the stand situation. D- did the people that were heckling her? If in the, in the chat, because my yeah. last this past week at work and, and everything going on, I, I haven't read. Dylan's busy. I've read like, Dylan's a busy guy. I've read like 10% of the chat. Um, so. Did, did people know that she was from New England and was no, a Patriots no. fan and How would continuing they? to heckle her? How would they? Yeah. Uh, in a Chiefs It would have been worse if they did know. Taylor Swift jacket. Oh, it would have been I think it's way worse. If they did know she was from New England, oh my God, it would have been way worse. I was that, so and, oh and her and her cloud was just like, oh my God, all these people. She was there. So she was there to see Taylor Swift. She wasn't there for the game. She was there to yeah, see Taylor yeah. Swift. And it sounds like first of all, that's a bad reason to go to a football game. Like, if there's other forums to go see Taylor Swift, if if you're going to the game specifically to see her up in the box, I'm sorry, there's something wrong with you. Second of all, she not only wore the Taylor Swift jacket, which is like, first of all, you're playing against a boyfriend. That's going to be tough as it is. She was in Chiefs hat, Travis Kelsey jersey. Yeah, of course. So, um, it sounds like she's never. She wasn't one to go to sporting events. I don't know if that's true or not, but if she wasn't, like, she doesn't understand that that's normal behavior. Like, uh, like being being heckled by the hometown crowd uh, is. is She also didn't give any specific. She also didn't give any specific examples. If somebody had said something like Taylor Swift's like mental health, she didn't give any examples. If she. is that what she said? I didn't see it. She said something about, like, I don't want to say anything specific because I don't want Taylor. So it was, yeah, definitely people talking shit about Taylor Swift. And since Taylor Swift's a celebrity, it was probably not very nice things. But anything short of, like, threatening violence against her, I think it's yeah. fair game. I, I'm, I'm that same way. Yeah. I mean, it's not nice to say that thing to, like, a, like a woman. Like yeah. I wouldn't say anything. I would yeah, just shake. Sure I would just. Game. I would just shake my head and be like, "This is this is where the world is coming through." Um, but oh, I'd say something. You know, it wouldn't be that bad, but I'd say something. Yeah, I'd probably just say like, Taylor Swift sucks. That's probably what I would say. Now that I'm thinking about, like, if I saw her, I'd say I'd be like, "Taylor Swift sucks," and her boyfriend is also bad at football, which is not true, but it's what I'd say. But have but have a nice day. <laughs> No, it would not uh, be like that. <laughs> but, I'd probably uh, throw in an F. Well, to Tucker's point, yeah, like, if people don't go to big sporting events, especially big market teams that with rivalries, like, it, it, you're stepping into, like, the gladiator arena. Like, you're stepping in, into a scenario where, like, people can are kind of at their... At their especially in towns sometimes. like this and Philly, like 
So a lot of the comments were like, "Go to Philly next." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, I, I was also pissed. I'm at not the, surprised. I was also pissed at the team for putting her on the video board in her Chiefs hat and tweeting out videos of her. Like, are we that? Yeah. Are we that low right now? I guess we are, but like. Every, but no, that's not even. Are we that low? Because every team is doing that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't pay attention to that. That's team, just part of like. The I get it from a marketing perspective, but I was hoping that we were better than that. But clearly, we aren't. And I know she's big deal. Uh, Gillette's the first like football stadium she ever played in, so I get that it's like a big deal there. I wait. So. Um, yeah. So Cam, Cam, we'll go to you for thoughts on a game, B Swift from a Swifty, and C um, that thing I mentioned about kid kid fans and and the the front runner teams. If you have any okay, experience, let's take one step at a time. Yeah, the Patriots, the state of the Patriots, the same thing every week. Yeah, um, we've been saying that for a year now. For someone who hates Taylor Swift and, and her fans, give her a lot of airtime. Just like this girl. I mean, she's a huge. Right she's now. a huge story in in football it. this year. Like, and it sucks. I wish I, I never had to talk about it. But um, I, I was, I'm not an active Swifty. I was a Swifty before there were Swifties. Um, I went and saw her at Gillette Stadium during the Red Tour. Probably 12 years ago. It was an amazing conference. I want to say Sheeran. something, but I'm not going to. Ed Sheeran was there. Um, and you know what? Shout out to that stadium. I've always loved that place. I've been on the field many times. I think it's an excellent stadium. It's a class act. And the vendors there, they were serving us alcohol. We were maybe 12, 14. Um, <laughs> and, and it's a world-class we organization. <laughs> strawberries. And the guy giving them to us was Hammer. Um, that's all. <laughs> that's Boston concert venues. Got to make the money how you can. Um, I love it. And as for the Strap kids, fans, readers, I remember uh, these are these are quite literally the Warriors fans. Uh, this is. This I, is that's what I was going to say. If you didn't bring it up, yeah, the Golden State Warriors. I want a Steph Curry jersey. Is Pat Mahomes now? And I honestly, I think they're similar people. I think they're both humble. Um, I got fined for the, the stuff you said about the ref. Beth lets his wife hook up with other guys. Um, and, and <laughs> Not Pat talked about wanna, enough. <laughs> and, and Pat doesn't want to hook up with his wife and his brother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they have familial issues um, all over the place. Um, <laughs> Where was I going? <laughs> Taylor Swift stuff? Uh, Taylor Swift, Steph Curry, <laughs> Uh Shout out Gillette Stadium fans. Good job getting on that chick. Do it more. Um, okay, Giants cam. Magic kind of came to an end this week. Um, yeah. You guys were in the hunt for a minute. Uh, give us an autopsy. Is the season over? Is it not? What do you think? Yeah, of course, and, and I'm still rooting for a win all the way through. We got divisional games. Uh, two of the Eagles, one of this. I forget who we play after the Eagles. Somebody decent. Um, but I, I think that, that the season's success is going to be based on, you know, how hard the team wants to fight. And I think we've been doing a good job with the veto. I think last game, you know, what are you going to do? You start off three zero, and then and then you just get manhandled. Devito's not not in. 
Uh, I know I'm talking myself into it. He's confident. He's making these throws. I think it's starting to wear off already. It's very short-lived, and you can tell because his agent is all over the place trying to get him as many deals as he can right now. Oh, yeah, that was life. that was not a good I look with, with the thing that happened to him no. this week. So what happened with the pizza? Did you see the pizza thing today? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but so you had to make good on it. Um, he, his agent raised his apparent, uh, parents' fee. So he was getting charged. Um, you know, they were going to charge this local pizzeria double the price that just have them over. Probably initially, you know, something, something reasonable. Um, and he ended up doing it for free once the media got after him and said, you're no, you're nobody really at the end of the day. He's like, uh oh, I gotta, I gotta say, yeah, that was not a good look. His agent is an idiot. Um, he's a, he's a clown show. He's, he's a spectacle and that's all he is, how he got here. Now, granted, it works for him in a sense. He just tried to bite off more than he could chew. The Giants, I don't want them to get caught in, in the middle of this. I want to focus on the season. DeVito's going to be the starter next week against the Eagles uh, as of now. TV go goes out there and just drives the ball out as much as he can. I think if you can put up a, a, a decent game against the Eagles um, divisional opponent, you earn yourself a spot on the team next year. So these are the games that it comes down to. Uh, we got to play these guys every year. We want a suitable backup that can suit up and, and make plays against guys like the Eagles, Cowboys, and Redskins. And uh, I'm excited to, to see what happens. I, I just want to I want to lose by you know less than less than twenty. So you're you're completely out on Tommy. No, it's not that I'm completely out. I just I think it's a Jeremy Land situation. All right, I, I can understand that. Lived. I tried to talk myself into it. Um, I hope it's the <laughs> time, but at the end of the day, I mean, you know, he's throwing t- touchdowns. He's not racking up yards. He's, he's escaping pressure. He's making moves, but he's not making, you know, unbelievable plays or even standard plays that maybe some of these quarterbacks should be taking. It takes too much time in the pocket. doesn't go to his first, second, and third reading. He, he scrambled a little bit too much. Um, now, granted, I don't know if it's confidence or, or arm receivers are really that bad. I don't think that the separation is a problem. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think so. I don't think so I'm not. Yeah, I'm not out on on Tom. He got hurt this game. Um, yeah, he's a rookie quarterback. There's going to be bad games. Like I, I, I'm not out on him as a starter yet. Um, he's won you three. It's not always been pretty been against some bad opponents sometimes but i'm not ready to be out on him totally do i think it's more likely that he's a backup level talent absolutely um but you know i'm i'm not ready to give up the thing with the pizza appearance is really bad uh it's a really bad look for him right when he had all the goodwill in the world and uh yeah it's not good in terms of uh, the the agent i actually like that is scummy but in terms of him being like a showboat and everything He's dressed like that his whole life. I listened to a uh, interview today, um, or not today, earlier this week, because uh, he's from the Boston area and somebody's known him for a long time. They're like, yeah, he's just kind of like that. That's just who he is. So I don't think it's an act, but I think they did get a little too big for their britches. Um, but I'm not ready to be out on Tommy yet. Um, so you guys are you guys aren't mathematically eliminated, right? But you need a lot of help. 
Correct. Yeah, we were just week we're out. It, it would take. We're we're the next team out, like us and the the Bears uh, are the next ones out. All right. Um, Tucker, Tommy DeVito thoughts, Giants thoughts. Uh, I want to just place you guys where I was this weekend. So I was with Karina's um, like stepdad, and they are Italian Giants fans. I went there at, like, 1, so it was right as the game was coming. The dad and the son, or and the, the stepdad, were watching the game in the other room. We had chicken cutlets as our meal. It was just very... I mean, but they just didn't seem as excited about Tommy DeVito. Like, I asked him a couple of times, they were like, yeah, like, He's uh, an interesting fella. Giants fans like, they are just miserable. were not as interested as I was in Tommy DeVito. I mean, what is what is the chicken cutlets have to do with that? It's a very Italian dish, especially in New and Jersey. And they call him Tommy Cutlets, don't yeah, they? His nickname's Tommy Cutlets. His mom also makes him chicken cutlets all the time. Yeah, okay. so it was. I do like chicken. It was just really funny. Um, but yeah, about the game. I don't really have that much to say about it. Um, I, it was my bet. I really, I came in with all the confidence in the world, and it turns out they might not be that good. Uh, Dell. Um, I think Devito is not great. Um, he's serviceful enough. It's the same thing with everybody else. Nobody can. Apparently, to win in the NFL, you need to have a quarterback that is just immensely athletic and can throw the ball very well. And I, I, I don't know. They need to be like a five-tool quarterback in order to be successful. Um, and there's only a few of them right now, so it's just like another another one out of the bag is Tommy DeVito. It's just another one. Um he did kind of get hurt in the game a little bit, kind of rolled his ankle, played through it. Um, hopefully it doesn't bother him uh, next week, Cam, for your own sake. Um, but, yeah, the Giants, like Cam was alluding to, I, I, they're done. Their next team out. Um, only for Cam's sake, I guess maybe you wish they might have lost a few more games. They'll still make their team better. Remember, wish away wins. They're too fleeting. Nope. I did, a mod, I did my mock draft, and I got exactly who I wanted, where I wanted them. Blake Corn was kind of nice. He got a cake because I, um, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Saquon, but I'll Joel, tell you. First pick. I'll tell you why they lost this game. It's not Tommy. It's nothing. Nothing there. It's Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston walking in with an empty briefcase, opening it up in front of the team and saying, this is how, this is why we're not great. No reason or whatever it was. Something similar to that effect is awesome. He is the best. I love him to death. I hope he's in the NFL for the rest of his life. I seriously hope that he always has a job because he's hysterical. Um, other NFL games worth note. Um, the bills beat the brakes off the boys. Uh, boys could not stop the run. Cook went wild. Um, 
I think this was a matchup of two fraudulent teams. And I think it is the Bills are starting to round into form. I think they're coming out of fraud fraud land. They're arising out of fraud land. I think the Cowboys are sinking into fraud land. Every single Cowboy season is the exact same. It's crazy how how similar they all are. Start off okay, get really hot towards the end of the season, fall off a cliff. Um, the Dak Prescott slander was excellent this week. Uh, people really didn't want him to be in the MVP conversation because he's the Cowboys quarterback. He is now firmly out of that conversation. Um, do I think the boys will do anything in the playoffs? They may win a game. And that's about all I got for them. I, they are just the same thing every single freaking year. It's hysterical. Uh, Cam, what do you make of the boys? And uh, this is a matchup of our division. So I'll just say the Bills, I think the Bills could do something in the playoffs. They could make some noise. Do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, I do not. I think there's too many too many uh, things that go wrong with that team too often for them to win a Super Bowl. Um, Cam, what do you make of the boys? The boys. Just checking in to see if y'all still them boys. It was my favorite, uh, favorite to be all all time. Uh, I said this. I called this. I, whoever picked the Cowboys just said, no, wrong. This is a trap game. The Bills are going to win. Um, uh, NFL didn't, didn't even need to do anything. They just, Joe Brady was like, why didn't, they were like, why didn't we pass the ball? We didn't need to. We are running all over. It wasn't hard. Josh Allen said uh, that he felt like the kid who didn't do any work in the project and got an A. Yeah. And he got the game ball. And he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I think Joe Brady is, is a, a tremendous change for this team. Getting rid of, uh, what, what's his name? Ken Dorsey. Dorsey. Dorsey was a, was a tremendous decision. I was in for it at the beginning. I thought Josh Allen was just, you know, they picked him one or the other and they chose correctly. Joe Brady's, uh, been a phenomenal, phenomenal ad and those are going to be good. Cowboys will lose to the Rams in the first round of the playoffs and it'll be so funny. I just don't think the Ken Dorsey thing is that big a deal. I think they played bad for a couple of weeks, and Josh Allen made a couple of boneheaded mistakes, cleaned it up, and now they're playing better. And when he doesn't have to throw the ball a bunch, like he's not going to make many mistakes. So I just I don't I don't think that's a big deal, in my opinion. Um, Tucker, what do you make of these two teams? Um, the Cowboys, I. I don't think this is the biggest deal in the world for the Cowboys. I think that something like this was bound to happen eventually with them. Um, but I do think this is a good sign for the uh, for the Buffalo Bills. I think that they're an actual threat. And I think people need to start respecting them. If they make it in the playoffs, they're going to be the team that no one wants to see in the playoffs. And that's kind of my biggest fear with them. I'd like, to, I'd like to see them. If I was if the Patriots were in the playoffs, I'd love to see them. You would? Yeah. They just they lost to us this year with the worst team we've ever had. Like uh, I just I don't know. Like we've we've beaten them in plenty of situations where they're supposed to win. We beat them in a freaking snowstorm the other year. Um They blew you out in the playoffs. They did. It's hard to beat a team three times, but I'm just Brady did it. Brady did do it. No, no they never played in the playoffs, did they? No, but Brady did it to uh, while they was on the Bucks. Oh no, maybe they lost the Saints. They lost game one to the Saints that year, first game of the year. He threw an 
gross interception. I screamed. Dell, what do you make of these teams? Um, everybody's riding high Cowboys this year. The pod was a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's um, such a sucker move. I'll never believe in them again. I, uh, but they're just weird. They, they, uh, they're kind of like the Bruins, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, very good team. They got guys with with talent. Maybe not. The, I mean, they do have some star-studded guys, but maybe I don't know. They're just like weird, and they can't pull out wins when they need them. Sometimes, I I, I, I do agree that I don't think we can read too too much into this game. I think the Bills, um, the, the Bills played how they are capable of playing in this game. Um, it's just unfortunate for the Bills that it happened, or for the Cowboys that it happened against them, because the Bills tend to just be like hit or miss. Like Can beat or lose to any team in the league. It's very strange, too, on their side. Um, so, yeah, I think they just kind of need to move on. The Cowboys do. Uh, get on to next week. They play Giants couple times i think or the or is it the eagles that play in twice still have to play the eagles twice cam i think that's right i think they have, i think they have to put yes um i think their schedule is not too, too bad for the rest of the year um so we'll see how they end up uh but again they're they're one of those teams that's playoff bound that's been good for past five years or more uh, but haven't been able to really kind of get it done. Um, so we'll see. Um, it's amazing that I still consider them like fringe good. I mean, they're, they, they're, what, they're every single year. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing every year. They're unbelievable for a stretch of like five games and then they poop themselves. Um, other Other games worth speaking on. Uh, the, I guess the Monday night game last night, Tucker talked about, uh, Drake may being Drew Locke, maybe not such a bad thing. Um, Drew Locke comes in, wins a game against the vaunted Eagles and the Eagles haters are having a hell of a 24 hours. Um, they are celebrating like. They like the Eagles are eliminated. Um, so a lot of Jalen Hurts slander. I saw some Jason Kelsey slander, which I'm certainly not used to. Um, a lot of that type of stuff. What was the other thing I saw that was interesting? I can't remember. Anyways, the Eagles are looking human. I just think that the NFC is the 49ers and that's it. I think the rest of the teams are the rest of the good teams are good, but they're just they're just not all there. I mean, I know these things change in the playoffs, but and like I said, I think the AFC is extremely uh, weak at the top. So, I mean, I, the Eagles I, they got some work to figure out. Oh, it was the Matt Patricia thing. So Matt Patricia comes in and got, gets made defensive coordinator, and I saw a lot of people clowning him earlier in the week, and I was like, hey, he was a good defensive coordinator. When he was defensive coordinator, it was his offensive coordinating that was not good. But yeah, came in, uh, let up a game-winning drive for Drew Lock. It's pretty unacceptable. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, the Eagles, I think, are in a better spot than, like, say, the Cowboys because they've they don't have a history of this type of behavior. But then again, they're in a similar spot where it's like, okay, they've been good all year, but they're kind of fading towards the end of the year. Are they getting tired? Like, what's going on? So I've lost a little faith in the Eagles. I still think they're a good team. I still think they'll win in the playoffs. I just don't know if they're going to make it all the way. Cam, you don't like the Eagles either. No, I think they're I think they're frauds. I think Sirianni to make a wish coach. I think Hurts is one of the, the least valuable players on that team. He has twelve butt touch fumbles. Um, Jason Kelsey in the offensive line deserves deserves the world. They could have one of the most talented rosters ever put on a football field last year and couldn't put it together. Um, I I don't know what else to, to say. Is is that the Eagles Nick Foles team was not nearly as good. And they still won. They had better coaching, and they had a better quarterback. Nick Foles on that Eagles team in that run was better than Jalen Hurts is right now. He's a guy that makes mistakes. He's the reason they lost that Super Bowl, and he's not a game changer. Did you bad teams? I'm, I'm completely out on Jalen Hurts. I think I, I said he's a winner in the past. I don't think he is. I think he does what he needs to do to to, to get there. He also can make mistakes, and, and it's not going to lead you anywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if he does have a Super Bowl in, in his career, but I can guarantee you it won't be solely because of it. He needs the talent around him like this team um, and, and to play in the NFC. Like last year was, was a walking Super Bowl for him. An injured Brock Purdy, the Giants, and a bye week. An absolute walk in and they can make it happen. Steam's a fraudulent. The Jalen Hurts memes have been just absolutely fantastic. (laughs) So good. Um, Yeah, that's a great one. Tucker? Uh, Yeah, I do kind of agree that I think that they might be a little bit fraudulent. Um, And I think people got to start understanding that. I I'm starting to see that Jalen Hurts might be a little bit overrated. Um, so I'm all in on this case. You said he was mid like four weeks ago. More than that. Yeah, and I, I'm i moving from mid to fraudulent, which is oh, okay. a level below, I would just say. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I just I don't think this team really has any real... I don't know. They just haven't seemed strong in any position like they used to be. I mean, I think they their defense is weak. Their offense is weak. It doesn't feel like the team of last year. And I think that when you're looking at the NFC, I don't see them as a top team anymore. I still think they're a top team, but that doesn't mean that they're, like, amazing. Uh, Dill? Um. Oh wait, wait, wait. Talk. Drew Lock, yeah. a, a dude or no? Drew Lock's a dude. Like, is he a good quarterback? I don't know, but he is a dude. He might not be a guy, but he's a dude. Yeah. Gotcha. Go ahead, Dale. Um. Yeah. So the Eagles. Um. I agree with all of these things that Cam's saying. Sirianni being make a wish coach. Uh, Hurts being successful because he has 12 
butt push uh, touchdowns. But at the end of the day, you kind of are making the point, at least, well, Tucker was making the point that this team doesn't seem like the team like last year, which they, which they don't seem like they are. They're not putting up a lot of points, or they're, they're given, they've given up like 340 points and they've scored 360 or something. The defense is a problem. But they're still 10 and 4. So is that a case of saying Sirianni is actually a pretty good coach? Maybe. I would say their, their record might be better than what their stats might indicate. So maybe that for is the, coaching. For the 28th rig defense in the league. And they're still 10 and 4. Yeah, Hard to win football. Hard to win football game. I mean, the, they, they're not, they don't have the most points scored. They're not third in the league. I, I kind of agree scored. with Dylan here. I don't think Sirianni's that bad of a coach. I don't I like know. him. He's bad. I don't like him at all. I think Cam doesn't like him because he's biased <laughs> towards the Eagles. Fair um, point. Fair point. But, Maybe he is a good. Maybe they makes good coaching decisions. That's why they're winning more games, maybe than they should. Um, the other point too is saying Hertz isn't good. Uh, he's he's mid. He's fraudulent. I, I can see that fraudulent, and the use of fraudulent is, you know, it's thrown around a, synonym, a lot. On this maybe a, a synonym for uh, overrated. overrated. Yeah. I could agree with that. I could see that he might be a little bit overrated. Uh, but again, someone just said there's still a powerhouse offense with him. And if just because the tush push works, you can't hate him for it. It's like so, Purdy. Like, it works. They're good enough to do it, and they do it. Why not do it? And it's a lot 100%. of teams can't. It's 100% effective for them, basically. So you can't you can't say that it's they're not playing the game. They're still playing the game and scoring. So yeah, maybe he doesn't throw the ball as well as some other guys. He's still fast as hell. I would I would rather have him right now than Lamar Jackson, another mobile quarterback. It's interesting. Interesting take. So you're, you're kind of making the case for both. Being offense being good and bad, and coach being good and bad at the same time. Uh, uh, the the Kelsey slander I saw was that he moves the ball like before the tush push. He like puts it farther away or pulls it closer or something. That's uh, I don't I don't know if I buy that too much. Into, I know, saw a video of it. I mean I I believe he does it, but I don't oh. think it affects the play that much. Oh. Well, the thing is, is that every single person on the line is in such a power stance, they beat every other team into their stance. Like, their their heads are all lower, they're, drive, they're pushing from the ground up. No, every, every other team just attacks straight on. Um, but they're like, they like get into position to, to, to execute it better than anybody else. And then Hertz is just a strong dude, and they got strong-ass dudes pushing him from behind. So, like, it just... Pause. Yeah. <laughs> it just works. All right. I, I could stop it personally. I could do it. I, I, <laughs> I, I would do it. I should give you a call, Cam. 
Um, all right. Anybody got any other NFL stuff they want to talk about, or should we go into our last parlay of uh, the year for parlay, this parlay. season? Real, real quick, the the Bengals, uh, whatever game, uh, Rams game, I think, right? Is that what it was? What's up, that? Bengals-Vikings. Bengals-Vikings, right. Um, I watched that game, went into OT. Wild game. Um, uh, Bengals, what was Browning or whatever, being being cut from the Vikings, coming back and winning. Oh, he was pretty cool. pissed. Um, he played, he might be the luckiest player to play football last week. The, the, the throws that he was making, there was absolutely no reason why they should have been caught. They should have been intercepted. The big plays, like touchdown plays, third and long plays, just stupid plays. I mean, incredibly lucky, uh, but still fun to watch. A lot of athletes on the other side of the ball. And it was just like, oh, my God, it's fun to watch the team. I, was, I wasn't rooting for either team, but it was fun to watch two teams with some skill guys on the field. I, I'm just watching the Patriots game. It's incredible, like, wait, right? Wait, when you watch other teams play outside of the Patriots, you're like, wow, we are, like, extraordinarily bad. <laughs> like, like, you for, you forget how bad it is because you just you just watch that. And you're like, oh, yeah, we're not very good. This guy doesn't make this play. And then you watch another game, and you're like, holy shit. Like, it's a miracle. Some, some, some of these people out here actually can play the game. <laughs> um, speaking of, I'm taking the bang with minus two is my leg. Against the Steelers. <coughs> this is a CTE bet. Uh, I still remember the the helmet bouncing off Mason Rudolph's head. He's the starter this week. He probably can't be much worse than Trubisky, but the image of him oh, I forgot getting bludgeoned that. in the face with a, with a football helmet is ingrained in my brain. He can't play anymore. His brain is mush. I'm taking the Bengals minus two. Love him here. Browning. Maybe the best backup quarterback in the league. I'm almost ready to go. I'm almost ready to make make that call. I know we uh, had discussions on that on season one of Ways It Takes, but uh, I, I truly think that could be the case. So I'll take Bengals, Bengals minus two. Anybody have a leg? I hate the board. When is the board so, ever good, <laughs> Tucker? You need a win, dude. Just pick a win. I don't. I don't just get can't. cute. Don't get cute. Just pick a winner. Bills money line over the Chargers. That doesn't count. We can't do money lines. If we did money lines this year, we would have won a few. I don't know if we would have. <laughs> We've picked a lot of close lines. I mean, the Bengals are going to lose this week because I picked them. But, I mean, it's too yeah, juicy. Bengals, Bengals lose for sure. Um, <laughs> I'm going with the Browns minus two and a half. Yeah, Stroud out again. But they did win. Yeah. They did. Keenum is legit, but I'm afraid that uh, it's too good to be true. Keenum versus Joe Flacco. I was going to I was gonna 2011 take football, baby. Uh, were you? Keenum's a tough number on the other side. Um, all right. Browns, two and a half. Bengals. AFC North. Do we just... Oh, we can't because the Steelers are the opposite. Um, let's say, here we go. Patriots plus six and a half at the Broncos is kind of juicy, if you ask me. But I kind of like the Broncos in that game. 12 should play, guys. What, minus 12? Eagles minus 12 should play, no problem. 
I got Eagles minus 11 and a half coming off back to back losses. Right? Did they lose the row? Um, I, I think so. They are going to take out everything that they ever loved on us. <laughs> Monday night at 4.30. Ew. Christmas Day. It couldn't, it couldn't ask for worse. <laughs> Have a Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> They are going to sack us 30 times, I think. I think all right, you've convinced me, Cam. I'm doing it. Eagles minus 11 and a half. Oh, Merry Christmas. Such everyone. a big number. Should we Tommy be? Tommy DeVito has been sacked 29 times in four games. They're going to murder us. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm taking the Frog Bowl. Uh, I'm taking the Cowboys over the Dolphins. I like the Frog Bowl. What's the line? Ew. Ew. What's the okay. line? Plus one, one and a half. Let's go, Tuck. Let's get a win. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it so much that I hate it. <laughs> but yeah, that might be that might be good for us. This is the one, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. This might this be, be an a offer. nice Christmas afternoon. <laughs> this might be an offer. Um, all right. List guys. Some interesting talk this week. Now, personally, I don't see color, but um, some interesting Neither talk about an NFL, um, an NFL all white, all white team versus all black team. And there's been some talk. There's been some back and forth. Um, and we, being white men, understand our position in the world, and we're thinking we should draft the all white team. So I'm wondering how we want to do this. Do we want to just do a normal list, guys? Or do we want to lay out, like, quarterback, tight end, two receivers, one running back, uh, four DBs? What? This will, ta- this will take an hour. Two tight ends. This would take we'll an hour. We'll just go quick. Absolutely running two tight end sets. Cam will go first with quarterback, Trey. Every person, you, you say what, what we have to pick, and we'll just run through it one team. Well, no, because you, you you don't have to – you can pick the player. Like, you don't have to pick by position. I guess we could do it that right. way. I can, pick, I can pick whoever I want, but you're going to have to keep track of what we've already done. Okay. Um, wait. We're going to do one team together. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Cam will start. All right. I will, I, will, I will keep track. Go ahead, Cam. I want Pat Mahomes. Nope, can't have him. <laughs> no. I absolutely can. No, you cannot. I absolutely, I absolutely can. No, you cannot. I'm not <laughs> allowing it. Where do we draw? Where do we draw? No, they have to be. <laughs> I don't see. It's hard to have this conversation. It has to be a white dude. Is he on all the, the all black team? Yes. He's not, no, he's not allowed there. All black. Black, black hat. Black. Okay, then he has to sit out. Fine. All right, fair. That's fine then. That's a little racist. <laughs> a little, little segregation. Actually, the team gets young make Neither. He has to sit out. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Um, all seriousness, are, are, are everybody, um, is everybody healthy? Yes. Uh, okay. Joe Burr. Joe Burr. Joe Burr, our quarterback. All right, we have our quarterback. We're low. Oh, active. Active. I can't have active, active players. players. Active players. Defense. Defensive back is going to be incredible. Technically not active. They can be a college player. We'll say that. They cannot have been retired. 
If they're retired, they're retired. Huh? I think it was two ago. Tua does not get to play. Uh, Dill, your your pick. Take your position. Easy on here, man. I'll go wide receiver. I'll go Cooper Cup. All right. I'm going uh, McCaffrey at RB. Are we doing run? We're doing run running back, right? Uh, let's hope so. Yeah. One running back, two receivers, two tight ends, no fullback, no I'm offensive line. Me. Yeah, I'm taking Travis Kelsey. I think that's the obvious pick here. I'd take Kittle over Kelsey. Uh, you guys, you got another pick, Tuck. And come right back to me, and I'm going to take Kittle. Two tight end set. Kittle's a better blocker. Yeah, you got the receiving one. Honestly, Kelsey might be a better wide receiver. Uh, yeah, Kelsey's a, Kelsey's a glorified slot, to be honest with you. Um, how many linebackers do we want to do? Two? And two DNs. Okay. And we'll, we'll just skip D tackle. Yeah, D line. Two two D linemen, I guess. Um, okay, back to me. This is actually all right. I'll take uh, I'll take Nick Bosa on the line. Um. I'll leave another wide receiver to somebody else. Um, oh, one left. Yeah, I already picked the other one, though. Um, let's go. Hutchinson? Really? Linebacker? Okay. Is he a linebacker? He's an edge rusher. Yeah. Um, so we'll put him on the line. I don't love that. I don't love that, love that at all. Can we put him as a DL? I have him on the line, yeah. Yeah, because I'll take, I'll come back and say PJ Watt for the linebacker spot. Because we got no inside rushers, but we need. So he can be a good D tackle. Can I take B to Bea? No. Okay. I'm going to go TJ Watt for the linebacker spot. We uh, miss Max Crosby, so that's bad. We can still take him. No, we can't. We don't have a spot. What are you talking about? T.J. Watt, linebacker. We need a left end and right end. We have two ends. We have Bosa and Hutchinson. That's our D lineman. I thought, no, Hutchinson's a D tackle, I thought. No, we don't, have, we don't have a D tackle. We're not doing We're not doing offensive line. We're not doing D, uh, nose guards. Um, two corners, two safeties, a linebacker spot, and a wide receiver spot up for grabs. Yeah, I'll go ahead and... Uh, and we'll do kicker Harrison and punter. Smith. Harrison Smith. Is he still playing? Mm-hmm. I want to take uh, Weddle, but I'm pretty sure he's retired, right? Yeah, he won that Super Bowl. I've never again. Dell, back to you. Corner, wide receiver, safety, kicker, punter. Uh, I can't even think of a cornerback. Because there are none. So you have to just pick a There's DB one. and put him at corner. You have to pick a safety. There's one, There's one corner, white corner in the league. A pack? A, 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 a pack? 
Is that what he Yeah. Troy Apke? I just looked him up. I don't even know who that is. I don't know how to spell his name. dude. Free safety. He's a safety? Do you want to put him at corner or safety? Just put him at corner. Yeah, we'll put him at corner. All right, well, I want to do something here, and I want I need clearance from the council. This guy's going to be a, probably a first-round pick in the spring, Cooper DeGene, Iowa corner. Yes, he's got to be on the team. All right, uh, yeah. Cooper DeGene at the other corner. The we other, got other corners. Sam, stop. Wait. He's not in the league yet, so why don't you just draft a white corner that was just drafted third, third round this year by the Broncos? I never heard of him. Also from Iowa, Riley Moss. We made a big plus out of it. Everybody did when he was drafted. Fine, I'll take Moss. Third round pick on Iowa, also. <laughs> Alright, I take Riley Moss at corner. We've got a safety spot, a linebacker spot, kicker, punter, wide receiver. A safety spot, a what? A linebacker spot? I'll take Matt Milano. Is he really the next best white linebacker? Am I up? Sorry, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah you're up. Yeah. Matt yeah, Mil- so I'll Matt Milano there. All right, next pick. And you know what? I'm going to switch it up. I think that Justin Tucker's kind of washed. Oh, no. I think I'll take Harrison Bucker here. Missed last week. I um, thought you were going to say Nick Folk. Back to me. Oh, wait. I missed, I missed the pick that I needed to pick. Why can I not think of the other white wide receiver? There's like eight Adam, of them. Adam Thielen. Thielen sucks. What about Pookin? Not Pookin? right now. We're th- I thought we were taking prime. What about Pookin? Sorry. Still not bad. He is bad. Hunter Renfro. Great year. I'll take Hunter Renfro. I would have taken Thielen. I would have absolutely taken Thielen. I'll take Hunter Renfro. I like the cut of his gym. Hunter Renfro. He's our slot guy. We got Kelsey at tight end, cut for the deep balls, and run Renfro in the slot. I'm, I'm, beating, I'm beating this team. <laughs> okay, I'm stopping the tush push and beating NFL players. Uh, Dil- uh, yeah, Dylan, safety or punter? Look, this works out perfectly. Um... Who's the punter that the Patriots had a couple years ago? Did he retire? No, that guy hit some Jake bomb. Bailey. He he's on the Jake Dolphins, Bailey. but he's been he pretty sucks. bad recently. He's so bad. He's bad. Yeah, he lost he it. Yeah, I just remember him. I just remember him being gross. He was really good for like two seasons, and then he fell apart. I can't even name any punters. I only know the ones that on the <laughs> Patriots over the years. Um. Tommy Townsend. Uh, you guys got to help me out here. I don't, a safety? Jamie Gillian. Giants punter of bees. Jamie Gillian. Pro Bowl. All right, Gillian sounds like a Jamie winner. Jamie Gillian. Gonna Cam, make me a Gillian. We need you to take a safety. Yep. Um, is Sorensen still in the league? He was awful. Uh, he, he, was, he wasn't that bad, was he? Oh, they hated him over there. He picked off Brady a couple times. Sorensen, NFL. He's a free agent. We could take him. All right. Daniel Sorensen. Playing the strong safety. I actually don't hate it at all. Um, okay, let's do one more round. 
Uh, utility guys, bench guys, any position. Adam Thielen. Cam goes. <laughs> yeah. Cam's pick. Um, we got an injury prone guy at QB. Yeah, I can get Josh out. Throw Josh out. Oh, and if it doesn't work out there, you can like throw my linebacker or something. He'll play anywhere, I bet. Did we miss Nick Bosa? Yeah, uh, no, no, I got Nick. Third time. Dylan? Okay, I, you want Thielen? I'll take Thielen, yeah. All right, I'll go other side of the ball. I'll take Crosby. Oof. Should be a starter. Should be a starter on this team. Well, make him a starter. It's too late. He's a, he's a bench guy. Uh, I'll take TJ Hawkinson. Oh, I like that. I thought about Hunter Henry for a split second, and then I realized he's not that good. Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of tight ends. We, got, we forgot Puka Nakua. He is uh, not white, I don't believe, technically. If we're not drafting Tua, we can't draft him. I think his name is just makes you think he's not. No, he's, like, super not white. Um, What's Austin Eckler, too? Austin Eckler's definitely black. Um, all right, here's our final roster. Starting quarterback, Joe Burrow. Running back, Christian McCaffrey. Wide receivers, Cooper Cup and Hunter Renfro. Starting tight ends are Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. On the other side of the ball, starting defensive backs at corner, Riley Moss and Troy Apke. At safety, Harrison Smith and Daniel Sorensen. Pulled off the street. At linebacker, Matt Milano and TJ Watt. At defensive line, edge rusher, Nick Bosa and uh, Aiden Hutchinson. On special teams, our kicker is Harrison Butker, and our punter is Jamie Gillen. On the bench, we've got Joshy Allen, Adam Thielen, Max Crosby, and TJ Hawkinson. Better hope for no injuries on defense. We're in trouble if we get injured on defense. That's a decent little squad right there. That's We're squad. susceptible to any pass after. <laughs> yeah, years. yeah. Uh, that squad go. That that squad wins six games in the NFL right now. I think. It's not a great Yeah, we put up a ton of points, but if they have a decent quarterback, we're screwed. We probably stop the run pretty well as well. I don't know. They get to the quarterback quick. Eight games. They win eight games. All right. That is our. Huh. We don't need a fullback. Sure we're, do. we're not counting linemen. Why should we count sure, fullbacks? Sure do. If we're the all-white team, you've got to have a good fullback. You want to have a good fullback. With a yeah, and that's Rex crazy. Burkhead. Rex Burkhead. I wanted to do Chris Hogan so bad. <laughs> no, he played lacrosse. I did know he played lacrosse. All right, that is our racist NFL draft. And that is a wrap on season three of Wasted Takes. Um, technically, because we wrap, yes, we wrap up the season on the Wasties, but we give our first takes of the new year on the Wasties next week as well. So good year takes. Keep posted to the Waste Takes socials. This is a big week. I actually make graphics this week. Um, for some of our categories, make sure you get your votes in. We'll have a long voting period for you, maybe over the course of a couple days. Um, boys, I ask that you please, as soon as possible, pick out your best take, your worst take, your most wasted take. Um, give any award suggestions you have. We have to talk. I don't think we had any guests this year. 
if I recall. I don't know if we had one guest. Um, Linnea, maybe? Black. I don't know if Linnea even, even guessed it. Yeah, she did once or twice. Might be another easy win for Linnea in that category then. Um, um, listener of the year, slide in our DMs, get on our socials. If you think you should be a listener of the year, let us know. Honestly, if you tweet at us and say that you should be a listener of the year and you're the only one, you'll probably win. Um, because we'll know that you listen. Person, let's let's put that as the rule. First person to make a comment about being listener of the year is listener of the year. Dale, let's try to get this episode up as quickly right, as possible. Wait, wait, wait. I actually have a nominee. Chris Nella did share his uh, Spotify raft and we were in there. I mean, yeah, he could be nominated. We'll talk nominees. We'll release nominee lists. Cam, are you zipping up a suitcase? No, that's me. Sorry, that's totally me scratching my computer. Um, we'll release nominee lists. We'll have all that for you for the next episode of the Wasties. What's the dress code this year, boys? Beachwear? Right. Summerwear? I'm packing a carry-on, so I can't really be beachwear. <laughs> to buy something down here, Cam. <laughs> Up there. Up here. Yeah. Possibly the last Relative. ever recording of Ways to Takes with all four members in the room. Quite possibly. Why? Cam's not going to be coming to the Berks much more. Anybody could die. Anybody yeah, knows? that's true. Unless there's a, <laughs> unless there's a death. <laughs> um, all right. Thanks for getting wasted with us, and we will see you at the Wastes. So long.